You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. My name is Tim Fulton. I am Andy Smith. And this is Fight Fan Weekly, where we go over some fight news for you guys. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So Let's get into we... it, sir. Second one of the, this week. Second one of this week. That's right, because there was no fight. So we're going to start by talking about the McGregor charity thing. You read this more than I did. All I know is that he's given a million bucks Yeah, from um, the sales of his whiskey. Yeah, I guess they uh, were doing $5 or something out of every sale going to uh, putting aside to the first responders. And, oh, okay. And after oh, yeah, a million dollars, they, they are going to give – they gave it away. That's cool. And um, I guess he did it on the first year anniversary of the whiskey – I was reading through the comments and it's like, everyone's like, he's just doing it for publicity. He's a fucking scumbag and this and that. I'm like, yeah, because how much, how much money did you give the charity this year, dickhead? <laughs> just leaving comments and no money? I mean, it is a million dollars. I don't I, care I, if it's 20 grand, $5. He's giving it to the charity. Yeah. Leave him alone. He's fucking using it for publicity. Yeah. Fuck that guy. He's he in that game. It. Yeah. Like, some people give it away and don't say shit. I think everyone respects that more. Yeah. Just because whatever they're like, when they find out, like, oh, did you know that Robert Downey Jr. gave ten million dollars in two thousand seven? I didn't know that. He's a good guy. Good guy. <laughs> I mean, but going back to your point, one, who cares if it was a publicity stunt? It's still a million dollars going to a charity. So who fucking cares? You, Two, if it was a publicity stunt, that would have been one of the most expensive publicity stunts yeah. he could have pulled. Yeah. He could have done 10 other things that yeah. would have been better. Plus, you think, he doesn't need the publicity. Well, no, no. Publicity is always good. Shut up. It's always good, right? <laughs> no, does, I, he need, I, does he need it? No. But it's it obviously helps. It gets him in the papers yeah, and yeah. the papers. It gets him on social media or whatever. Get your paper hit. But they're acting like the first responders are like, oh, thanks for the million dollars. Wait a minute. Did you put this on social media? Yeah. You know what? We don't want your fucking money. Those like that's notes. <laughs> they're not doing that. No, the guy no. gave him a million dollars. What the fuck? Why? Why are we even arguing about it? Yeah, it's it's. Stupid. I don't just take yeah. Just just take the guy. So many people hate on online, which brings us to this: the MMA fighter list going this... from uh, what is it? Goat going from the goats to those who aren't even a fighter. This. The, these everyone just so everyone knows we're about to see Andy get a little heated yeah keep in mind there's i usually have one or two reactions and i've been better recently within the last you know couple of years about being more like all right people are dumb or people just do this shit just to make a fucking you know just to get a react they're like oh i started watching mma like five years ago and i know everything there is to know about it so the only fighters that exist are the ones that i know about and and like whatever I read is is law. No, that was pretty much an uh, a complete list. That that was every fighter. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. See, what? I see what you're doing. Um, but do you want to see it? Do you want to check it out? Yeah, let's check out the list now. This is this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna read the list off because I can see everyone on there, but they're kind of grainy. Okay, so they have they ranked fighters, and this is. Any fighter that they could have picked. Ever. Ever. There's any Ever. fighter that they could have picked, right? And I have a couple problems with 
some of them, some of the fighters on there. Is Tank Abbott not up there? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay. So, you have goat status. You have John Jones, Anderson Silva, George St. Pierre. Those three, I think if you're talking about goats, everyone else would be like, all right. Like, those guys have all been considered for goat status in the past, and they still are considered for goat status. Okay. Little little uh, precursor to this, I probably one of the biggest Chuck Liddell fans of all time back in the day. I'm not sure why they chose to put him on that list. I mean... You're looking at goat status. Greatest of all time, right? You have George St. Pierre up there who yeah. has won two different belts, long-time 170-pound reigning champ, right? Fought everyone who's who, never lost – or never never didn't um, rematch and win somebody he lost to. So he lost to Matt Hughes, got that back. Lost to Matt Serra, got that back. Only two fights he's ever lost Del to. Del YC saying Chuck could be a legend but not a GOAT. Exactly. See, I'm a huge Chuck Liddell fan, but when you look at the overall career, I think by the time Chuck became champion – because Tito had been ducking him for so long. Yeah. He he was like the first major star, one of the first major stars of the UFC that was like in the mainstream. So he didn't he didn't really have the t- – because I think if he would have fought Tito earlier before he fought Randy, he would have had the belt a lot longer. Okay. But to say that he's a GOAT, I don't think you can say that in the terms that this list is putting them in. Because we're talking about criteria of – Greatest of all time, meaning if you put them in at any era, there would be a fucking problem for the best of the best, right? Greatest of all time, career-wise, it takes everything into account. Now, in Chuck's prime... I like how you're describing the criteria. I wonder what their criteria was. Like, I wonder if they just made a list and just started, like, being like, oh, well... Yeah, I think because maybe Chuck's been in the media a little bit lately, they're they're throwing him in there, but... There's a, there's a couple guys that fit that criteria. Like, if Chuck's in there, why isn't Randy in there? Yeah. Randy had the 205-pound title. Then he came back at, like, forty some 44 years old and won the heavyweight title and then defended the heavyweight title. Yeah. Two different weight point. classes. That's and he point. beat Chuck. He beat Chuck in his prime. And then Chuck knocked him out twice. But he beat Chuck arguably, like, a year or two away from his prime. Okay. So, I love him. But I don't understand that pick for that. There's a lot of other guys that you could exchange in there, like Mighty Mouse Johnson. Why is it Mighty Mouse in there? Yeah. Like, he's in the legend category. But he's not. So let's go over the legend category. Khabib Nurmagomedov, Daniel Cormier, Nate Diaz, Jose Aldo, and Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. Okay. Khabib. Legend in terms of what? Uh, I'm not here to defend this list, so, so I'm if not you're talking about even attempt it. But I do agree with you that if they were going to talk about legend versus, I mean, they have a category up there, future legend. So legend, so I would have thrown him there. The guys I think should either be in legend status or that are deserving of legend status would definitely be Cormier, uh, Jose Aldo, and Demetrius Johnson in terms of performancing or okay. in terms of performance. Okay. The reason I think that Daniel is not considered a goat status because he never beat john jones and he fought him twice okay i think that's the reason why if he had beaten john jones daniel cormier would replace john jones in that category because he he won belts in two different weight classes now you have nate diaz in there all right legend of the sport in terms of like 
folklore type shit. Like everyone just like what a big deal it was when Nate Diaz fought. Yes. Yes, of course. Legend in terms of performance. I don't. Yeah, he beat Conor McGregor. Conor moved up two weight classes. That's true. That's um, fair. Yeah, he fought, uh, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Jorge Masvidal for the BMF title. But that was kind of like a one-off, and he got kind of destroyed. and Not destroyed, but he got he got handed, handled in that fight. Yeah, so if we're talking, now it's kind of like, it almost seems like they're making this more so about like people's opinions about like outside of the ring shit than just inside of the ring shit because Jose Aldo had the belt for years. Demetrius Johnson, most title defenses in UFC history. Um, Daniel Cormier, two, two division champion and fought the who's who of people at 205. Khabib Nurmagomedov, he's undefeated. He hasn't lost more than a round, which was to Conor McGregor. I think it's still a little bit young to call him a legend yet. I think the reason why two of those guys are on that list is because they fought Conor McGregor. And that's the only reason they made it on this person's list is because of the notoriety they got from fighting Conor McGregor. Which is ironic. I think whoever made this list just has a thing against Conor McGregor because he's going to be way down the list yeah. later on. Which what did uh, No Knock Warren say here? Diaz is good, but not a legend it's because it was Conor. Yeah, see? Exactly. So I'm not saying that in certain terms Diaz is not a legend. I'm saying that in terms of the way that this list seems to have been put together, when you're talking about based off of their performances in the ring and their their accolades, their, the hardware that they've collected, belts, uh, you know, title uh, defenses and like title contention matches, shit like that. Okay. Now let's go to future legend. We have Israel Adesanya. Yeah. It looks like Francis Ngannou, if I'm not mistaken. I can't tell. Darren Till, Zabit, and Max Holloway. All right. Again, they just picked three, four fucking random guys or three random guys that they're like, oh, they're big names now. They're going to be future legends. Like, three random fucking names. Yeah, I think they're overestimating how much it takes to actually be considered a legend of the sport. Just because somebody has, is going on a tear right now in the UFC does not necessarily dictate the fact that they're going to be a legend yeah. of the sport. Well, the the thing is, is that depending on what we're talking about, like, there's I consider there's a lot of legends of the sport. Yeah. But if you're going to try to make a, a list where it's like, all right, no, a no, no, list. let's fucking cut out all the shit. Who is the top of the top? It's like Israel Adesanya came in from kickboxing. He's a big name. He's getting a lot of hype. He's definitely making his way. He won two belts already, yeah. two interim belts. Well, technically, the one wasn't the interim belt. It was the actual belt. Yeah. But he's had two title wins so far, one an interim and one the, the actual one. So... Yeah, that he probably is going to be a future legend if this trajectory even stays remotely close to what he's at now. Francis Ngannou, he's a heavyweight, he's a big name, he's beaten a lot of good guys, he has a really good story, but there's a lot to there's a lot there. There's a lot that's got to get done. He's fought for the title, lost, but he's he probably would be a future legend, but I feel like like this, them throwing him in there before other guys. Like, why isn't Robbie Lawler on this fucking list? Oh yeah, right. Why isn't Why isn't he on there? That's I don't a, understand that. That's a good question. So, I'm not saying that he's not, but when you're looking at it, uh, is Stipe Miocic on this list? No, no. Stipe Miocic beat 
Francis Ngannou has the most heavyweight title defenses out of any heavyweight ever, and just 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 beat DC, and just beat the guy who's the only who beat him and took his title. Yeah, who's arguably up for goat status. Yeah, uh, not according to this fucking list, but a lot of other people's lists, he is. So you have that. Now let's go to Max Holloway, definitely a future legend. They got this one right. Max, is a future <laughs> legend. I ain't got shit to say. Fucking love Max Holloway. He's fucking good. Okay. But again, Connor also beat him. Yeah. Connor beat him. Now, Connor beat him before he hit his prime and hit his stride, but Connor fucking still beat him. Darren Till. Darren Till had a real shitty run of fucking fights, and he just moved up to 185, where he had a very close fight against Kelvin Gastelum. Why is he on that list right now? Yeah. If this was if this was a prospects list of like people that have the potential to become great fighters. Yeah, but this this to me seems like they're saying these guys are future legends because they're not old enough and they're still at a still fighting in their career to a point where they don't we don't we don't consider them legends yet because they're not at the tail end. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. Like they're just shy of like they're like one fight away from being considered a legend. Darren Till is not. I'm sorry, but he's not. Yeah, he's just not. He's a great guy. He's yeah, a good I, fighter. I love he's not a future fucking legend. Awesome yeah. fighter, but he is not in contention for a future legend where he's like one or two fights away from being like this, like, Oh fucking, he's gotta be in the, in, in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's a ton of older fighters should. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no knock warrants has a ton of older fighters should, could be on there too. Exactly. We're going to be getting to that. Exactly. I feel like in a couple of minutes, Zabit. Zabit is a up and comer, crazy talented future legend. I don't know. I don't that, know why he's on there. That's the, point. I think it's too early to tell. That's the point. We don't know. Yeah, I think it's too early to tell. And now now it says good. I'm assuming this means good fighter. Yeah, I would think. I, I, I guess it means like like solid fighter. I, I, I don't know. But they got Nick Diaz. That looks like Michael Bisping. It's got Jorge Masvidal, Amanda Nunes, and Tony Ferguson. Okay. Nick Diaz hasn't fought in a while. He would probably be on legend status before Nate as of right now, just because of his past fights. But because he, that a lot of those happened before before the, the MMA Got really me. became yeah. famous, not a lot of people know about it. Michael Bisping, probably one of the toughest sons of bitches to ever fucking do it, right? That guy is the product of hey, I don't have one talent that's really, really excels. I'm just going to work harder than everyone else. And he is the product of that. That's a success. He just says, look, I don't have like Mike Tyson knockout power. I don't have crazy good kickboxing. I'm not a fucking phenomenal wrestler. Grew up in the UK. We don't have a lot of good wrestling over here. But what I can control is that I will work harder than everyone else and I will get my cardio to a ridiculous level. And, yeah, exactly. Lost a fucking eye to the sport. And I believe won the title basically blind. And then defended the title against a guy who knocked him out, looked like he killed him, and Dan Henderson. So, I guess he's good, but he should be on the fucking <laughs> legends list. Like, he should be on the future legends list at least. I guess he's good. <laughs> yeah. I guess, he, yeah, you would say he's fucking good. I would imagine Fuck. he's good. And then Jorge Masvidal. Two tiers above him, right above him, is Nate Diaz, the guy that he just fucked up. Yeah. For which, the BMF belt. Which happened before this list came out. Yeah. So, Jorge Masvidal is the perfect example of a guy 
and I'm, I'm, I'm super happy that this is a thing where a guy could go from obscurity to super famous like that. Yeah. So nobody knew who the fuck Jorge Masvidal was. And then he knocked out. He had a, a fist fight with Ian Edwards okay. behind backstage, got him a lot of notoriety. And he said that, that line about, yeah, I gave him a three-piece and a soda. Everyone thought that was hilarious. Then he knocked out Ben Askren in five seconds. Beautiful fight. Beautiful, Beautiful fight. five seconds. Everyone fucking goes nuts. Then he fights for the BMF belt. If you ask people before the Jorge Masvidal or before the uh, Ben Askren fight, who should fight for the BMF title, his name is not on that list. That's true. Just, not if you look at it in terms of who has the most like street cred, like crazy motherfuckers who will fight you in an elevator or on the fucking family barbecue. Yeah, it's Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal. Like those guys are BMFs. But if you're talking about like scary dudes, scary dudes in the ring that people know about. He's not on that list because no one knew who he was. No no mainstream people knew who he was. Not until the Askren fight. Yeah. But I guess he's just good. I guess he's just good. <laughs> Nate Diaz is a legend, but Jorge's just good. Amanda Nunes. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah what the I fuck? I was waiting for you to get to this one. She beat everyone that was considered the best. Yeah. She beat everyone that was considered the best. Like, yeah. Jorge's been really good for a long time. Uh, but... The, the problem with Jorge on this list is that Nate Diaz is above him and nobody knew who Jorge was. And if you're, if we're talking about accolades, he should be above him. Like he should be higher up on that rank because of the BMF title and the rest of the, uh, of the, of the, uh, the accolades that he's gotten since then. Nate Diaz has never won a title. Technically Jorge has a title. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a random made up one, but yeah. he has it. And then Amanda and Nunes, why the fuck is she just good? She's got two different belts and two different weight In the classes. picture, she's literally holding two belts. Yeah. She beat R Ronda Rousey. Yeah. She beat Holly Holm. Yeah. She knocked out Chris Cyborg. Yeah. Is there anything else that you need? Is there anything else that you need? What else do you need? She's GOAT. She's GOAT status. That's it. That, yeah, it's yeah, end of story. No, that's fair. She's, that I don't be, care if she fought sense. Cyborg, you know, a little after Cyborg's prime because Cyborg was so ahead of everyone else. Yeah. She still knocked her the fuck out. Okay? That's it. That's done. Cyborg left the UFC. We're probably never going to see the rematch. Amanda Nunes is GOAT status. Tony Ferguson. Uh, he is on the good status. I mean, he's had a lot of r bad runs with, like, injuries and stuff like that. A lot of people, especially, like, MMA guys, think that he's the dude to beat um, He's the dude to beat Khabib because of his style. Oh, really? Yes. Because he's a guy who, when you take him down— He's so crafty off of his back. And not only that, he, he will arguably win rounds from his back, from the strikes he lands, from his guard. That's hard. Yes. Nobody almost, no, almost nobody does it. I think he might have won one round in the UFC from that. From being on his back, he, he threw like a ridiculous amount of elbows and just sliced the dude's face up. I forget who it was. So let's go on to overrated. Okay? We'll go on to overrated. Starting off with a legendary... Ironically, Conor McGregor. Yeah, Conor McGregor's overrated. Okay, let's go over the amount of people he beat that are above him on this list. Nate Diaz, Jose Aldo, Max Holloway. Uh, he didn't fight. What's his name? And I don't think he fought Tony Ferguson. There's three people on this list, right? Two of which are in legend status yep. that he beat. Yeah. But he's overrated. Yeah. See, I think this is the problem with this list to begin with is that 
the criteria for each like category doesn't have to be the same as the other categories. You know what I mean? Mm. Conor McGregor could technically, and I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm neither, I'm not for this list by any stretch of the imagination. Right. But Conor McGregor could have all the accolades to make him a legend, which I think would be fair, but still also be considered overrated. Does that make sense? That's, that's why I have a problem with this list because it, it, each Who are we talking about being overrated against? About about what people like? If we're talking about the average person who knows nothing, is just saying like, "Oh yeah, you know," it's like the Jets are unbeatable, or the fucking Patriots, or this and that. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you take that those guys' opinions, then everyone they like is overrated. Fair. But when you take the general consensus, the guy came in, he fought everybody that he said anybody that you want to put in front of me, I'll fight them. Yeah. Right. Not only that. He talks so much shit saying, I'm going to knock this dude out in the first round. Does it? Oh, I'm going to knock this guy in the second round. Does it? He did that like four times where he called the round he was going to knock the person out in. Pretty hard to do. Wins the interim title on a short notice against a a, a wrestler. Granted, Chad Mendes only had a couple, you know, same notice as him, so he was out of shape. But, again, both guys had a late notice change. Connor was in camp. But then goes out. Fights Jose Aldo, knocks Jose Aldo out in 13 seconds. Yeah. I didn't okay. Know, but okay. Then <laughs> he goes up, beats Eddie Alvarez, makes Eddie Alvarez look not good, which is very fucking hard to do to get to Eddie Alvarez. And then he goes, all right, I'm going to fight uh, Nate Diaz at 170. He just was fighting at 145. And, uh, he, he fights uh, uh, Nate Diaz, loses. And then everyone's like, oh, see, told you, whatever. Great performance by Nate. But again, two fights before that, Connor was 145 pounds. Right? Yeah. Comes back and Connor says, I don't want to fight Nate at a lower weight class. I want to fight him at the same weight class I lost to him at. Because I don't want people saying that I only beat him because it was at 155. I want the same rules, the same everything, because I want to beat him at that. You can never call that dude a fucking coward. Ever. Comes back and fucking beats him. Erases the loss. So, how the fuck is he overrated? He's got two different belts and two different weight classes, and he's also the first fucking dude to ever hold him at the same time. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Okay? A little overrated. (laughs) Yeah. So then we have Ronda Rousey. Now, why does everyone say Ronda Rousey's overrated? I don't know. I think maybe it's because... I. for her, I'm going to say it doesn't have to do with skill so much as it has to do with notoriety, right? She's easily the most famous woman UFC fighter to date. Yeah, well, I think— uh, with, Specifically to non-fans. Yeah, I think— I think that's fair, right? I th- yes. I think that the, the problem with Ronda Rousey is that when Ronda Rousey was on top, the game for female women's MMA was not as evolved as she was. She was ahead of the curve. Yeah. She was way ahead of the curve. But what happened was she was fighting girls who weren't as good as her, but that's not her problem. That's not her fault. You, it's like saying, oh, Roy Jones Jr. in the in the 90s, he's not good because the guys he fought weren't even close to him. Well, is that Roy Jones Jr.'s uh, fault for being that good? Mm-hmm. He's just that much more ahead of everyone else. And then when he finally runs into somebody at the you know later in his career and they're like, oh, well, see, he beat him. We told you he wasn't that good. Oh, you mean the last 10 years he was fighting were all dog shit performances? Keep in mind, she finished every one of her fights with an armbar. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, that's true. Now, she might be a, the reason I say that she's probably she's probably the most aptly for this category as far as people saying overrated mm-hmm. for the sole purpose of people saying shit and then people agreeing with stuff like, oh, she could beat Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match type shit. Yes. And you're like, wait a minute. What? That's the only reason why I say that. But as far as being overrated, um, she lost two fights. She got destroyed in both of those fights, but the game had caught up to her. She had some injuries. She has a horrible head coach. Um, well, no, no knock Warren has a point over there. So everyone up until that point, it depends on what your definition of overrated is, right? Yeah. Up until that point, I, I see what you're saying about the the women UFC just hadn't caught up to her yet. She was yeah. pro- she was well ahead of the curve, but she was looking like she was unstoppable. Yeah, like people. Was, if you ask but people she, who but she wasn't exactly, if you ask people before she fought Holly Holm, what do you think is going to happen? Everyone said Holly Holm gets armbarred. Oh, everyone. Every, everyone would have said that. I was there. That's one of the few fights before we actually started doing this full time that I was wholly into. Yeah. You know, like one of those. I remember that moment explicitly. Uh huh. But that's the point. Everyone thought she was unstoppable, but now apparently she wasn't. She got rocked in the face. She got knocked out. So yeah. I I can see for her, her hitting that status for that reason. But do you know what the other reason is? Is because everyone, she talks so much shit. She does. That people were so glad when she lost. They loved her when she was winning. But her whole persona was based off of that, I'm the baddest bitch on the planet. Yeah, it was. It really was. So, you know, and she also was one of the better cases of like getting, what's that? She went down a really weird spiral. Yeah, well, she was also one of the, like, it's very documented about like her being way over the top with like commitment wise, like doing movies and doing interviews, like so many distractions and that's where connor was smart when he was on top he didn't do any of that yeah he didn't have any of that bullshit he just stayed focused on what he was doing so to a certain degree i say yeah overrated but as far as i'm concerned i don't give a shit how you feel about her she's a legend of the sport there would be no female mma if it was not for ronda rousey and this is where i circle that's back it. to there's an inherent problem with this list because each category can has its own criteria. Yes. Just because you're in one one area does not mean you can't be in another. That's true. That's how I've been looking at this. Next one, Alistair Overeem. Okay, Alistair Overeem. Coming up on the 17th or he, something like that, the 5th? Yeah. 5th, I the think. Pro, if Alistair Overeem did not take so much damage when he w- when in his younger career, I believe he would be UFC champion. The problem with Alistair Overeem is that he he has taken so much damage that he can't really take a, sh- a hard shot anymore. Yeah, and he gets knocked out very easily, and he has a horrible poker face. He can't he can't, like some guys are like they get rocked, and they're like, all right, like like Robbie Lawler, like he'll look like he's like you know what I mean. Like some guys are really good at it. Cut his lip. Right yes, over. you saw to fucked him over too. It was he was eating horse meat. No knock warrant. Not it wasn't steroids. Horse meat. He's from Holland. <laughs> um, so. The problem with Overeem, number one, he's, he makes a really good point because when Overeem first came over, they used to call him Uberim. He was he looked like like a like the Hulk if the Hulk had better abs. <laughs> okay, so when he when he came over, he's probably he's the good. best, if not one of the top two uh, best heavyweight strikers of all time in the UFC. End of story. If he doesn't get caught, 
Huh? If he doesn't get no, caught. No, no, I'm talking just striking. Okay. Like, even, like, you're going to get caught. But the problem with him is that he has to alter his game so much because he can't take a shot. So if you watch how he fights, he only ever throws one strike at a time, maybe two, because he's so nervous about getting caught. If he goes with a combination, he's going to, he doesn't have the chin anymore. So if you watch how he fights, everything is like one shot. It's just one strike, maybe two. That's it. Like he doesn't get into these things where he's trying to throw like three, four punch combos. So what he'll do for the first round is he'll kind of dance around. And he's, he's such a high level striker that all he's doing is fainting, fainting, fainting. And he's trying to look how the guy is moving so that he can find his openings because he's doing those calculations in his head. He knows like, all right, when I do this, that guy's dipping his shoulder. Yeah. I can throw this strike at this angle. It's going to catch him. And he's very good at it, but he has no chin anymore. So he came in, he destroyed Brock Lesnar, destroys a bunch of guys, and he lost to a lot of guys that he should have beat because his, because a couple of them because of his ego, to be honest with you. He'd drop his hands against fucking certain guys and act like he had them hurt, like against Travis Brown. He had tra- Travis Brown was almost as close to a fighter can get from pass from, from tapping out from pain, from body shots. And, uh, Overeem just got cocky and just let him off the hook. And he got knocked out with a fucking front kick to the face. Like he just, you know what I mean? So I don't yeah. think he's on the overrated list at all. And then Brock Lesnar. I don't understand how this guy's on the overrated list. He came into the UFC with one fight and never fought before that one fight. He gets Frank Mir, a former world champion. He almost beats Frank Mir. He gets stood up in a dominant position because of one back of the head strike, which was to the back of the head. Frank Mir ends up knee barring him. Okay. But then he goes on a tear and wins the belt and then defends the belt a couple times. From a guy who had no fighting experience. He was a wrestler. Yeah. What is there to overrate there? Yeah. What is there to overrate? Okay. He had diverticulitis the entire time, by the way. They had to remove like, I don't know, like two feet of his fucking intestine. And then, oh yeah, six months after the surgery, he fights Alistair Overeem. Who kicks him where? In the stomach. I remember seeing that fight. Okay. Like, I don't see how the guy's overrated. All right. What do we got here in in the comment section? Brock probably would have been fine if he started younger, was pretty good as it was. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if the whole point of the category is who is overrated. Yeah. Well, see, I I don't think he's overrated because that's a guy, too, like in Brock Lesnar. Even Brock's big knock was always like he doesn't like to get hit. Well, I don't know too many people that do like to get hit, yeah. but I know what they're saying. Yeah. So the, the, the thing is with Brock, though, is that if you take Brock Lesnar and you put him in there against anyone, number one, it's going to sell the fight. But number two... He's got a pretty good fucking shot of winning against almost anyone because he's a fucking powerhouse wrestler. And, oh, yeah, he probably weighs like 300 pounds. You know what I mean? Like, he's a big fuck. And then we got Ben Askren. Ben Askren I don't think should be in here because he came into the UFC after his prime. He'd been retired. He should have been in there earlier. He gets put up against Robbie Lawler, his first fight. Robbie sends him into the dark lands like three times during that fight where he got clearly knocked out and he came back to life like a fucking zombie. And then he wins against Robbie Lawler. Now, Robbie didn't tap. I, I saying my opinion is that Robbie didn't tap, but I understand why Herb stopped the fight. Okay. Then he fights Jorge Masvidal. Now, Jorge was practicing that, that, that knee, that flying knee, all that yeah, shit. We've had this discussion before. Anyone that fucking gets knee in the face like that, they're going to get knocked out. Okay. 
And then he fights Damian Maya, two of the, the best grapplers to ever be in the UFC. Two of the best. They fight. And guess what? One of them lost. Yeah. So why is he on the fucking overrated list? Whatever. Now we go. Okay, so there's two different bottom categories. Almost getting to the end of this. We have trash. 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 Fighters. Trash. Okay. I want to see the fighting career of whoever made this list, but continue on. Yeah, so you have Sage Northcutt. You have uh, uh, Paige Van Zant. You have Artem Loboff. It looks like Tony Fur- uh, Tony um, James Tony. Okay, he fought once in the UFC. I think that's James Tony, and then I can't tell who that is. So, numero uno, the first two, from the hype that they got to what they said, if anyone on this list should be in the quote unquote overrated, it's probably the first two. Okay, definitely, probably Sage Northcutt. Came in a lot of hype, good looking dude. Uh, striking style, all this stuff. But when they put him against heavier competition, didn't do so well. Now, he wasn't being heralded as like this world beater. He was just kind of like the up-and-coming guy. So probably a little bit overrated when it turned out. Same thing with Paige Van Zant. But again, um, they're not trash. If they were trash, they probably wouldn't be in the UFC. Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. Right? The standards you have to uphold to even get into the UFC are just yeah. next level. And uh, Artem Loboff. Oh, gee, what do you know? One of Conor McGregor's best friends gets put on the trash list right below Conor. Yeah, someone, really, someone really does mm. have a thing against Conor yeah. McGregor on this list. Uh, James Tony. Okay, we're talking about UFC fighters, not boxers who had one fight in the UFC. James Tony was a fucking multi-division world champion in boxing. Came over and fought Randy fucking Couture. Okay, his one shot would have been hitting Randy coming in, and that would be it. But Randy literally shot in for a low ankle pick. Smart. But, like, you've never seen this ankle pick in the UFC because that's how safe it was to do it on Tony because he, he was like, yeah, I'm not going to train MMA because I'm just going to knock him out. They're like, <laughs> you're not training takedown defense at all? He's like, nope. <laughs> you're like, let us know how that works out against Randy Couture, the master of game plans. So, yeah, I guess if you put a guy who had one fight on a list, he'd be trash. Yeah. I don't think Artem Lobov or any other guys are trash. I don't even think James, – well, James Tony might be trash in MMA because he literally said, I didn't train any MMA. And then you have not a fighter, CM Punk. I mean, he fought. <laughs> he, he is a fighter, but, yeah, he's not a fighter. I feel like that one's just a joke. Yeah, that one's just a, joke. just a joke. Right? I'm surprised Connor and Artem aren't on that one. <laughs> uh, so what do we, we'll just go over the comments list here real quick before we wrap this up. Um, would you scroll up on that a little bit, bud? Uh, whatever he does, I'll let you. Yeah. Uh, right. so yeah, Brock would have been better if he started younger. Agreed. Ben, um, ben Askren, a legend. Agreed. He is a legend. Uh, I mean, he's a, an Olympic medalist. How do you put him on overrated? Yeah. Should have been on the should, Oh, by the way, Ronda Rousey is too. Yeah. Olympic medalist. Yeah. Um should have been in the UFC like 2013. Yeah, agreed. 100%. Tony was old and just looking for a check, I think. Exactly. How are you going to knock the guy for that? Yeah. And it oh yeah, it also was great for MMA because they said for years what would happen if you put a boxer against an MMA fighter in an MMA fight? Well, we saw what happened. Yeah, so, of course so, the, the MMA guy's not going to stand and try to box with the boxer. 
Why would he do that? Stands to reason. Why would he do that? It's almost like a throwback to how MMA or how UFC started. Like the challenge of styles, you know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. Um, so more of a fighter than the list maker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. How many fights have you had, sir? Um, I'm dying to know. Yeah, Tony was, a, he was an amazing boxer. And yeah, at the right weight. He got a little hefty at there. But he still, I think he won the belt after he uh, gained all that weight. He was like, when he was younger in his prime, like shredded six-pack. And then it looked like he just like was like, George Foreman Grill, let's get on that. Like, <laughs> fucking barbecues all day. All day. Like, he was... All day, son. He wasn't like super, super over overweight, but he was so unhealthy looking as an overweight guy. Like his head looked like it was going to explode. And he was like not the most uh, articulate person to begin with. Yeah. And I think the fat on his face was like hindering his movement of his lips, which made it even harder <laughs> to understand him. No, not <laughs> Like me. All right. Yeah, it was even chubbier than your cheeks. We're, yeah. we're killing that list. We're bringing ourselves back. Yeah, now. let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. So that that was the dissection of that list. I did tell you guys that Andy was going to get a little bit heated up on this one. I think I was accurate. Uh, I think yeah. we ran a little bit long. Yeah, we did. We, we did. did. But, but it, it had to be done. It was all necessary stuff. It had to be done. All necessary stuff. Yes. Uh, so for our live viewers, we're going to be back in five minutes for our very last podcast of the day. One more What Do You Got? For our non-live listeners, why don't you go to BrodownPro.com. Check out all of our cool gear. We have t-shirts. We have hoodies. We have a bunch of other cool shit up there. So yes, go check do. it out. Until then, BrodownPro.com. We'll see you guys next time. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh.